Hiya folks, it's Jason Joyce, it's the 3rd of August 2020, you're very welcome and thank you for joining episode 20 of the Jason Joyce podcast. This is the last episode of this series of podcasts and I'm very proud to have completed 20, that was my goal. I don't know what I'm going to do next, maybe interview other people around this area of health and wellness, but I'm still, I'm just going to take the month of August to reflect and see what the ultimate goal is and try and align what I'm doing in relation to that. I owe all the listeners a big thank you. I learned a lot and I hope you did over the journey and thank you for your support and encouragement. I really appreciate it. Regarding today's podcast, I feel quite sick, nervous, anxious and I don't want to do it to be honest. I've been putting it off all day because I'm going to share with you my story. It was suggested a few weeks ago you should share your story to help others and I agreed at the time but I just kicked the can down the road I was like oh when that comes to it I'll do it but now it's time to share my story I find it quite hard I've always found it quite hard to be vulnerable in front of other people and share kind of struggles I'm going through or I've gone through unless I know it's helping people directly and that's what I'm telling myself that's my purpose now with today's podcast to highlight that a lot of the struggles I've gone through are quite common and hopefully if you're going through them at the moment, this can help you. So before we kick in, I'd like you just to do a quick check in with yourself. How are you feeling at this time, in this moment? Just become aware and make no judgment. After that brief reflection, it's story time. Michelangelo. Under a hot sun, a little boy is gazing at a young man intently chipping away at a large piece of rock. Why are you doing that? Because, said Michelangelo, there's an angel inside and he wants to come out. Today's story is short and sweet. But it has a very, very powerful message, one that I firmly believe in, that we're all unique. We all have this angel inside us, a gift, certain talents. But we also have a choice to chip away at those fears, those expectations others put on us, that extra rock that is holding us back. And everyone has the ability to do that, but not many people do it because it's difficult chipping away at those fears, those expectations regards you to look within and that's not easy especially starting off that and that's I'm going to show you how I've chipped away at certain things across my life and how they've helped me become a better person and fulfill the life that I want to live. Growing up I was that young kid you'd see out in your estate who always had a football or was running around or playing some game rounders or climbing a tree I was very very active and when I came to school it got me in a bit of trouble because I always wanted to play. I always wanted to have a bit of fun or mess. Unless it was maths. That was the only thing that kept me present and focused. Maths and I was just, I love numbers. I could concentrate because I was working towards an end goal. Going into secondary school though, I got punished more for messing. And I got threatened to be suspended in first year. And I remember getting in trouble from my dad. And I shut off that playful part of myself for the whole of secondary school for five years. And I just put my head down and studied as hard as I could and tried to do the best I could in school. 
And that might sound like the smart thing to do, but it wasn't because I was shutting off a big part of who I was, that playful young Jason who wanted to have fun and engage in the biggest one of the biggest parts of who I was. On reflection now, the advice I'd give to my younger self in secondary school would be to choose when to be that playful Jason, not to shut it off. PE, outside of school, on breaks, not in class. I know that's easy in theory, but a lot of people do shut off parts of themselves based on their circumstances or the relationships they're in. So the first question I'm going to ask you is, is there part of you that you're shutting off now that is really important to who you are? And why are you shutting it off? Question yourself. For me, it was fear. I didn't want to let my parents down. And also, I didn't know any better. I was very young. I was immature. I was one of them kids who was kind of a few years behind all of his peers. So is there any parts of you that you're shutting down? And how can you bring them back into your life in a way that contributes to it? Leaving secondary school, I had formed three very strong beliefs about myself. The first one was that if I wanted to achieve something, I could if I just put my head down and worked hard enough. So a belief in hard work. The second belief I had was that if I wanted to do something, I had to work harder than everyone else because it, I believed it came harder to me. So I had to work harder than everyone else. So already I was starting to compare myself to others in an inferior way. And the third belief I had was I believed I wanted to be a physio very, very much. I taught my cruise when I was 16 and I remember them telling me about getting surgery and what it entailed. And I was just fascinated with the information. So I was very, very lucky at the age of 16. I found a career that I was really, really interested in. I got into Carlo and I studied physiology and health science for two years. And if you get a distinction, you get to study physio in England. So I went over to Newcastle in the UK and I studied physio for three years. And I remember a meeting with my career head um, Anne Lyons and she just pointed out a few things in my last year she said you constantly compare yourself to those in your class and you constantly say that you're not good enough and that you have to be better and that it comes harder for you and these were not necessarily true but I believed them to be true at the time and a belief is just a thought you believe to be true and as a result I was always working harder than everyone else I always believed that I had the short straw I had to work harder it didn't come as natural to me and I had this constant need to be better I wasn't good enough leaving college I found playful Jason again which is great and I had great fun I met great people in college it was one of the best times of my life but I had two strong beliefs leaving college I am not good enough and I need to work harder than everyone else to be better than them. So there was a lot of comparisons here, a lot of egotistical stuff going on, and a strong belief that I am not good enough, a lack of self-acceptance. So a second pen and paper moment will be, do you believe you're good enough? Do you constantly compare yourself to others to validate your worth in your profession? Or if it's in another area of your life, your fitness, your health, your wealth, your relationships. And if so, just take a brief reflection, pen and paper moment, write down why is that? What can you do about it to address it? For me, this started 
um, what I reflect on as the dark, dark years of my life. I was constantly chasing things. I wanted to be better. I was never present in the moment. So I was doing one course and I was thinking about what's the next course I can do. I was doing my master's. So I was working a full-time job and doing part-time clinics. I was never good enough. I had to be the best physio in Dublin. That was my goal. And when I reflect back on it, it was nuts. And I was constantly chasing to be be a better person, living in the future. And when I achieved one goal, I wanted to achieve another. When I got my master's, I was like, I want to get this course. Will I do a PhD? And when I was playing football, I wanted to be the best footballer in Clondalk. And I was like, I want to make it on the Dublin team. I was never good enough just to be a good footballer. And what happened is I pigeonholed myself in two areas in my life, physiotherapy and football. These That was my identity. I'm Jason Joyce, the physio and the Gaelic footballer. I never celebrated the wins. I might score a goal and six, seven points, the best game ever, but I had to be better the next day. I put constant pressure on myself. And as a result, I completely broke down. I used to suffer a lot with burnout, get injured a lot, until the biggest injury stopped my career and stopped me dead in my tracks. I broke my hip at the age of 27. So I fractured the, the rim of my hip and the bone broke off and it was kind of kept on playing on it. That shows you how resilient your body is if you wanted to be. I just kept on ignoring the fact that I was in pain. I was like, it's grand. It's just in my head. I know too much about hip injuries from physio. And I kept on playing for a year. I started getting osteoidus pubis, so pain in my pelvis and then my hamstrings started pulling. And eventually my body just broke. And I had to go see a surgeon and he suggested a total hip replacement. And all of a sudden... I was just like, whoa, what am I doing here? I'm a physio who might be getting a total hip replacement at 27. Thank God I went, got, got a second opinion and got keyhole surgery on my hip and everything was sorted. But then I was advised not to play Gaelic football, to do triathlons because I looked extreme and I acted extreme. But I just said, now it's time to slow down. I need to address what's really going on because I'm constantly injured, constantly burnt out and I'm not happy here. I wasn't depressed, but I just wasn't happy. I was constantly living in the future. And in retrospect, I wasn't living at all. And I remember talking to my yoga instructor, Gemma Dini, last year, and she put it in a great way. She said when she seen me do my rehab after my surgery, she said, I looked so determined, but I also looked so troubled. And when I reflect on my 20s, that's exactly how I was. I was determined to achieve all these things but I wasn't really sure why I wanted to achieve them I was doing them for the wrong reason and as a result I wasn't appreciating who I was and what I was doing and what I had because I just wanted more and more if you don't enjoy the journey you will not enjoy the destination it's one of the truest phrases I've ever heard every time I achieved something like my masters I never felt anything I was like whatever what can I get next and these are unbelievable feats that I achieved in my career and I never celebrated them wins. I was always, what's next, what's next, what's next? So I started to look within. I started doing personal development courses, meditation, yoga and a lot of mindfulness. And I remember I was starting all this and at the start it's very, very hard. Like I discussed in a few podcasts, it's always hardest at the start, messy in the middle and glorious at the end. Remember when my Carlos asked me a question, Jay, what are you what are you doing all this for? What are you trying to find? And it was a great question. And I remember at the time 
I didn't know the answer. I said, I don't know. I just know it's the right thing to do. And when I look back on it now, the answer will be peace within myself. The answer was just peace. I wanted peace within. I was constantly in this tug of war against myself and just breaking down as a result. And to have that peace in your mind, in your heart, in your soul, it's a glorious thing. And that's exactly what I was looking for at the time. I just didn't know. Is there anything that your body is telling you you need to do and you don't know the answers to? Sometimes you just need to follow that gut instinct. And that's what I did. Six years later, I've completed numerous personal development courses, psychology modules and physiotherapy. And I'm now an NLP practitioner. And that's what I've been sharing with you over the last 19 podcasts. Certain insights I've learned And one of the biggest ones being that personal development is very, very important. Once it's based on a foundation of personal acceptance, accepting where you are, who you are, your flaws and everything that you are. And then growing in a way that's natural and in line with your goals and your purpose. For me, that's very important. So I've slowed down a lot. I work a lot on being present every day. But growth is also very, very important for me. But now I just enjoy the present moment and enjoy the journey. With self-care being one of the main attributes I practice daily because compassion is incomplete if it doesn't include the self. As Gemma tells me all the time, my yoga instructor. Like the movies have taught us, when things seem to be going really well, going perfect, we always get dealt our biggest blow. And that was the case for me in January this year when I found my dad with my mom after he committed suicide. Our whole family was completely torn apart. Um, Neve was in Australia. Quiva was eight months pregnant with Lily. It was just a disaster. And to lose, I suppose, my best friend, the person who always had my back, is just completely heartbreaking. I've never felt that pain of heartbreak. Like such an emotional an emotion that felt so physical. It felt like my chest was ripped open. Still does. And I'm going through my biggest battle at the moment and I'm well aware of it. And when I look back on all the things I've gone through, they've prepared me for this moment to be able to survive, to be able to get through it. And a lot of things, there's a lot of things I've learned from losing my dad that way. One, no matter how big and strong you look on the outside, you never really know what's going on on the inside. And we're all like big babies. We all need that love, that support, that care, that kindness, and to look after each other. And also gratitude. I am so grateful to have such a great person in my life for all of my life up till January. And he always had my back and he was a complete servant to other people. And I'm very lucky to have the friends and family I have now to support me at the moment getting through this. I have a great wife, uh, I have great two sisters and mom, and I have unbelievable friends. And that's really important. The biggest lesson I got from all this was the importance of time. Our time on this planet is so minute, it's so limited. And we take it for granted. Like, if I did an extra hour with my dad, that would be the most important hour of my life. Yet we throw hours away binging on instagram or netflix or whatever it is and i'm saying i don't do that but we don't appreciate that we have such a limited amount of time on this earth and to make the most of it do the things that you love be vulnerable like i am on this podcast 
tell the people you love, you love them. And do the things you love. And don't care what other people think of you. Like the uh, Michelangelo story. Chip away at that brick and allow the angel inside to come out. And that's one of the main reasons this podcast was created. It wasn't because I lost my dad. It was because of the six years of experience I had of working on my inner game. And how that manifested in my physical game when I treated both areas physically and mentally I got unbelievable results and over the last five years I start doing that with my clients with my patients and they start getting unbelievable results and what I noticed is when the lockdown started in March everyone was panicking and worrying and I was like thank god we need to slow down as a universe we need to slow down as a race we're just stressed out running around like mad people wanting more and more and it reminded me so much of me in my 20s wanting more and more and comparing everything to each other and all of a sudden we're, we're forced to stop dead in our tracks and go all right spend some time with your family and spend some some time in nature and everyone really really started to struggle and i just identified this as such an opportunity to grow to work on our internal game to work on things and find out what was really important to us hence the first title of my pod the first episode of my podcast was sharp on the axe and my worry now is that we're just going to fall back into old habits and before we know it we're going to be again that race that are burnt out sick in pain because we're just running on this hamster wheel that we need to be better impressing the people we don't like it's nearly like the fight club quote to buy clothes to impress the people we don't like to pay for the mortgage of the house we leave idle all day to go to the job to pay for the clothes and the house and it's just it's madness slow down find out what's important to you and just simplify your life get a lot from it and to be honest it's been the hardest podcast for me to date i'm even doing it a day later because it took that long because i don't like really being vulnerable or sharing my story and sometimes i think that why should i share my story like who am i to be doing that but the intention is to help other people to show that a lot of us are going through the same stuff and the more people that share their stories hopefully can help others get through those struggles and help develop those struggles into their strengths and the last pen and paper moment I'd ask is, if you were to share your story, what would you say about yourself? What would you say that helped define who you are? Or do you believe you have that angel inside like I believe? Or what beliefs are shaping your life and maybe holding you back? Or maybe some key ingredients to why you are so happy in your life? summarize the main points of today's podcast what is your story if you were to give 10 to 20 minutes to speak about your life what would you say point number two what part of you have you shut down or neglected based on something that may have happened or are you putting up a mask to hide part of who you are for some reason like me losing my playful jason when i was in secondary school point number three what's your identity are you pigeonholed into one area that you're the smart person or you're the pretty person? For me, it was I'm a physio and a footballer, that's all I was. But now I'm a lot more well-rounded. Are you pigeonholed in one area or are you well-rounded? Point number four. Are you enjoying the journey? Or are you just looking towards that destination? Remember, if you don't enjoy the journey, you won't enjoy the destination. And the last point. What are the biggest challenges in your life? And how are you going to overcome them? 
Thank you folks for all the support and encouragement. Have a great week. Thank you.